Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Three of Seven podcast. It's just me today. Just old Chad. Chili's on his way out. He's not here yet. Blake's PTing at uh, at the CrossFit gym. And I had some things on my heart that I wanted to share with you guys because you guys that listen to this podcast are very special to me. And I genuinely care about everyone who takes the time to tune in to this show and to listen to our words. And it's a great responsibility that I take very seriously. And so this is what is on my heart today. I haven't done a solo comms check episode in months and months, if not even maybe a year. Uh, These are tough because it's only my perspective and it's only my opinion and it's only my belief, which is uh, sort of a dangerous place to be because I love to have other men and women that I trust around me to, to just check my perspective and the things that I say. I think that's very important, which is why we usually have more people on here. But this is my, my attempt at uh, just reaching out to you guys as I, I turn to a piece of Scripture this morning and it was a part of scripture that I have never read before. And it was very interesting because I simply was sitting in the parking lot of the gym. I generally go out, uh, drive to the gym in the morning early, and I get to the gym about 30 minutes early. And I sit out sometimes in the parking lot or sit in the coffee shop if, 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 uh, if I stop there. And I study my Bible, I study scripture or pray. Uh, for that half an hour. So I just opened my Bible this morning, turned to this page, and it was uh, in the book of Isaiah, and Isaiah chapter 24 specifically. And I never remember reading this, but it, it impacted me greatly, which is why I want to share it with you guys. And, you know, there's a lot of things going on right now in in the world and a lot of things have been going on in the world since the beginning of human history right it's it's a scary place it's been a scary place uh the facade of safety is is just simply an illusion it is what it is and but we have we of uh of we are the few that have hope in Christ and I got to thinking of all the talk of, of the things that are going on now, and I think the unique, the unique thing about our situation right now is that it is a glo- it's, it, the things that are happening are impacting humanity globally, which I don't think that there's another point in human history uh, that, that, that that was the case. Just it was simply impossible. Um, technology has now brought us to the point where uh, the things that are happening are making a global impact and we are globally connected. I think that's one of the main things that makes the issues that we face as humanity 
uh, very unique in comparison with all other times in human history. And I have been going through this struggle in my own mind. I don't know if you guys have seen me kind of back off from my social media posts and platform and and it's a it's a strange place that I'm in because I created this social media platform in a way to to inspire people and and talk about things like fitness and and running and you know um mindset and all these things that that I love and 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 my faith too of course but I I'm looking and listening to you guys my brothers and sisters all over this great nation and there are a lot of people that are being impacted by the situation that we're facing in our nation specifically there are a lot of people that are losing their jobs they they are uh it's impacting people on so many levels even just to think about the families who have loved ones in in a hospital somewhere that they 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 can't go and be with them and support them and comfort them like wow what that would be really really hard for me that would be really hard for me to be in that situation you guys heard uh amy we had amy on the podcast uh, she needs a a um a organ transplant she's being taken off the donor list because of uh potentially because of the the uh, vaccine stuff this is so dynamic um we have the so we have that then we have the the things that are going on uh with our border and then we have the things that are just um uh, all the, the financial stuff and the supply chain issues and there's it, just so many layers to what's happening right now and i look around me man and and people are struggling people are 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 afraid people don't know what they should do they don't like what's happening but they're confused about what they should do and nobody is really nobody has a solution to offer and i'm like i'm struggling because a person who is afraid a person who's losing their career and doesn't know what's how they're going to feed their family or what's next a person who has a loved one that's that's in the hospital sick or dying and they they can't they can't go and comfort that loved one or spend spend time or, or the even potentially their, their last moments with their loved one people who are faced with these situations and and an overwhelming majority of people in in our nation that they're unhappy, they're afraid, they're confused, they don't know what to do. Those people are really not in a place where where they they are wanting or they need inspiration in my opinion. Their basic needs, a, a, a human's basic needs have to be met before they are in a place where they're ready to be inspired to do something, you know, awesome. Whether it's run a hundred mile race or, or you know, do 
you know, accomplish some big goal, right? You have to have your basic needs met in life before you're ready for that. And so, you know, it's, I, I struggle to get on social media and talk about running or inspiration or, or, or any of these ancillary things, these goals that I have when I've got brothers and sisters out here that are suffering greatly um, un, and unjustifiably. They, don't, they, they shouldn't have to be going through what they're going through. And I'm like, man, it's almost like a, it, I almost feel like sometimes it's like a slap in the face. Like these pe- people are like, Chad, why don't you talk about something? Why don't you bring, bring something to the table that's real that we can apply in our lives in order to meet our basic needs and, and crush this fear and this anxiety and this confusion that we're experiencing, right? Can you help us there? Can you use your platform to, to bring some peace in those basic areas of life before you go and, and try to inspire someone to do a run, for instance? I don't know if you guys understand what I'm saying. I'm just telling you, man, it hurts me to see people frustrated, scared, confused, and suffering, and some suffering in a real way. It hurts me, man, to know that those basic needs aren't being met. And now I am in a situation in my life currently where uh, this, the the vaccine, the all this this stuff is not affecting me personally in my own life. That could change literally before this day's over. I could be thrust into a scenario where that is significantly impacting me, just as it is. It significantly impacting others right now, today. And so I'm struggling with this, man. And I want to, to talk uh, about, we'll go back to the scripture that I turned to this morning here in just a minute, but people say, what, what do I do? What can I do, Chad? Well, here's my, here is my opinion and then I'm going to tell you what I do to stay calm through this scenario that is unfolding and to stay calm throughout whatever is to come in the future for our nation. I, my, it is my opinion that this situation in the United States specifically, but in the world as a whole, this is not going to turn out well, th- well, this isn't just all going to go away at some point. Uh, there, there's not going to be a leader that stands up that that, or a group of leaders that stands up and saves this nation. Um, in, in other words, you guys have heard me say before that this is not salvageable. Well, God's word actually even tells us that this whole thing here on earth isn't going to turn out well. Now, I'm not saying that this is the, the, the end of it all. I don't make those predictions. It very well could be, um, but it very well could not be. Uh, this could just be uh, just part of the cycle that we've seen throughout human history. But in, in, 
I mean, again, that's my opinion that this isn't going to just go away and it isn't going to get better without some really, really hard times um, that, that come prior to the opportunity to actually make things better. I know that's pretty dismal, right? <laughs> it's pretty dismal, but again, it's all good because we have hope in Christ. We have we have hope in in our salvation. We know that Jesus will provide what we need uh in order to get through or get to whatever point we need to get to as his servant and his follower. And if we're taken out of this world, well, that means should mean nothing to you. I know it means nothing to me because um, we could simply depart this tent that we live in here and uh, we get to join together and worship Jesus face-to-face uh, in our eternal home. That gives me great comfort, right? Now, what can you do on a day-to-day basis? Let me tell you what I do, what I do on a day-to-day basis in order to remain calm, cool, and collected in this environment and and also moving forward for whatever is coming. So I think for me we go back to the foundation of 3 of 7 project. We te- we talk about body, soul and spirit. What do I do? What have I done to be able to s- just remain calm? For the most part, well, I think what we should all be doing is we should be preparing our body, our soul, and our spirit. We should be preparing those things individually and within our teams, our team members. We should make sure we are all on board with this process this is it's it, when you prepare your body your soul and your spirit what happens is it increases your capability to endure it increases your capability to make decisions um to stay calm it increases your capability to do all things across the board your body I make sure that my body is as strong and healthy and fit as it possibly could be, right? Now, that's a great feeling. It is a great feeling when you know you don't have to rely on some sort of health care or some sort of medicine or some sort of something in order to keep you going physically from day to day. I know we don't all have that luxury, but there are a lot of us that that aren't healthy because of our decisions. So making sure that body is prepared really, really takes a big load off of you, a big burden off of you, a big stress. It takes it out of the equation. My mind, my soul, right? My mind, my will, my emotions. 
I am trained to endure difficult situations. I am prepared. My soul is prepared to endure difficult situations and not only endure difficult situations, but also to lead and thrive amongst them. Okay, now this preparation of the soul, that comes with doing doing difficult things, putting yourself in difficult situations uh, and, and hopefully in a controlled environment so that you can work through building the mindset, building the tools, um, building the perspective that you need to not only endure but thrive and lead through difficult situations. That must be intentional. That's intentional work. Why do you guys think we do the basic course or the proving grounds? Those aren't really big money makers for us, man. We do these courses. They're hard. hard they're a hard, hard work. I, I literally, I, I am so thankful. It's, my, it's the best thing ever. But it's, it's, it's tough and it's a poor business idea because it can't be scaled. Why do we do them? We do them because we know that that is the only way to equip the saints of God. It's the only way to equip you is to provide an opportunity for you to come out and practice and train in a real way in order to prepare your soul, your mind, your will, and emotions for what life is about to throw at you. There's no other way around it. That training has got to be intentional, right? And that's what I do. That's what I have been doing for my entire adult life. And this is why my soul is equipped. This is how I stay calm. This is how I don't struggle with anxiety is because I've intentionally done the work to prepare my soul for what is happening right now. Because what's happening right now is out of my control. What's happening in society right now is out of my control. Right? But I am I'm in the middle of it and I'm standing ready to not only persevere but to thrive and to lead through it, whatever's coming. And your spirit obviously this third plane that we operate on your spirit. You guys know how important scripture is to me, how important prayer is to me, how important my relationship with Christ is, my faith in Christ, um, the knowledge that he's forgiven me, the knowledge that I have eternal life. Do you realize how comforting those things are? It's, such, it's, it's, it's the greatest gift that you can receive in human life and it's completely free. You just must ask, seek, and knock. Right? And the door will be open, and Jesus Christ will reveal himself to you. And this spirit is something, again, that you must intentionally seek Jesus. It's not just going to happen to fall in your lap. 
It's like any other relationship. It must be built and fostered. It's just like any other relationship. And it is so important. It is, it is, the, it is of the utmost importance in, in my opinion. So that's why we talk about mastering, nourishing, and maintaining our body, soul, and spirit. It's not because it's not because it just sounds cool. It's because the world is happening around you. Things are coming that you can't foresee. And no amount of no amount of gear, equipment, tangible preparation as far as food and water and, and all this and that, not, that, that stuff will all run out. You, you can't save yourself by buying things. You have to be capable in the three aspects as a human in order to endure and lead through whatever's coming. That's why we teach this. That's why we train. That's why we run these missions. Because I want you to have the same feelings that I have about what's happening and what's coming. Because, man, I'm happy. I'm, you know, that's where I'm at. Um, now, we talked about how there's no amount of things, money, equipment, whatever it may be that can insulate you or protect you from what will inevitably happen. So it's interesting to me. I look out, and I, I, I you know, I'm connected with with people in, in in strange high places. I mean, I, you know, probably more so than I have ever been in my life. There's obviously people that have way more contacts than I have in 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 these you know high places in society. Right? I'm just a little guy, but more so than I ever have been in life. I know these people that are that are in these scenarios that have been very successful, that have acquired great financial wealth and possessions and and it's and it's funny in status too. And it's funny to me that that I think a lot of these people are under are, are living with the understanding that they're going to be insulated from whatever happens in in society in our nation in the world. They're insulated because of their possessions, that they don't need a strong, healthy body. They don't need to be able to endure mentally, and they don't need God. They don't need Jesus because of their possessions. Well, that's interesting to me because no one that's alive on earth is going to be able to insulate themselves from what will eventually come. Which leads me into this passage in Isaiah. And I just want to read this to you guys. It is 23 verses, so we'll start in chapter 24. And I'm going to read through all the way to verse 23. Now, there are some parts of this prophecy. Isaiah was a prophet, and... um. Here in verse, well, here in chapter 24, basically his prophetic vision 
leaps ahead to the judgments of what the uh, the Bible calls the great tribu- tribulation or the end of time, and uh, it more or less covers the same uh, events as Revelation six through twenty. Um, so this is Isaiah having a prophetic vision of the latter days, and there are a few of these verses that really stood out to me. Some of them didn't, but this is 23 verses I want to read to you guys. So stand by, and uh, and I want you to think about these things. I'm not going to be in a rush to read this, but this really impacted me this morning, and this is the basis of what I wanted to share with you today. Here we go, chapter 24, Isaiah Behold, the Lord maketh the earth empty, and maketh it waste, and turneth it upside down, and scattereth abroad the inhabitants thereof. And it shall be, as with the people, so with the priest, as with the servant, so with his master, as with the maid, so with her mistress, as with the buyer, so with the seller, as with the lender, so with the borrower. As with the taker of usury, so with the giver of usury to him. Here we see in this verse 2, Isaiah saying, when all this happens, it doesn't matter who you are, what your status is, what your level of possessions are, it will be the same with the servant as with his master. We're all going to find ourselves in the same situation, dealing with the same things. Going on to verse 3, the land shall be utterly emptied and utterly spoiled, for the Lord has spoken his word. The earth mourneth and fadeth away. The world languish and fade away. The haughty people of the earth do languish. The earth also is defiled under the inhabitants thereof, because they have transgressed the laws, changed the ordinance, and broken the everlasting covenant. We, the majority of humanity, is actually defiling the earth, right? We know how to care for the earth. We know how to care for each other. But we have chosen to defile the earth. Going on to verse 6, Therefore hath the curse devoured the earth, and they that dwell therein are desolate. Therefore the inhabitants of the earth are burned, and a few men are left. The new wine mourneth, and the vine languish. All the merry-hearted do sigh. The mirth of Tabret seetheth, and the noise of them that rejoice endeth. The joy of the harp ceases. They shall not drink wine with a song. Strong drink shall be bitter to them that drink it. The city of confusion is broken down. Every house is shut up that no man may come in. You know, I look at this and I say the city of confusion is broken down. If I could name one city of confusion, this just stood out to me so, so big. It would be Washington, D.C. I mean, and and obviously many others out there, but if I could name one, I would say the capital of our great nation could be titled as the city of confusion. Moving on to verse 11, there is a crying for wine in the streets. All joy is darkened. The mirth of the land is gone. 
in the city is left to desolation, and the gate is smitten with destruction. When thus it shall be in the midst of the land among the people, there shall be as the shaking of an olive tree, and as the gleaning grapes when the vintage is done. They shall lift up their voice, they shall sing for the majesty of the Lord. They shall cry aloud from the sea. Wherefore, glorify ye the Lord in the fires, even in the name of the Lord God of Israel and in the isles of the sea. From the uttermost part of the earth have we heard songs, even glory to the righteous. But I said, my leanness, my leanness, woe unto me. The treacherous dealers have dealt treacherously. Yea, the treacherous dealers have dealt very treacherously. That's poverty, leanness. Oh, my leanness, woe unto me. Moving on to uh, verse 17. Fear and the pit and the snare are upon thee, O inhabitant of the earth. And it shall come to pass that he who fleeth from the noise of the fear shall fall into the pit. Wow. He that fleeth from the noise of the fear shall fall into the pit. And he that cometh up out of the midst of the pit shall be taken into the snare. For the windows from on high are open, and the foundations of the earth do shake. That was verse 18. What good is it to fear if he that fleeth from the noise of the fear will fall into the pit? And then if you make it up out of the pit, you'll be taken in the snare. This impacts me, man. The treacherous dealers have dealt very treacherously. 19, the earth is utterly broken down and the earth is clean dissolved. The earth is moved exceedingly. The earth shall reel to and fro like a drunkard and shall be removed like a cottage. And the transgression thereof shall be heavy upon it and it shall fall and not rise again. And it shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall punish the host of the high ones that are on high and the kings of the earth upon the earth. And they shall be gathered together as prisoners are gathered in the pit, and they shall be shut up in the prison, and after many days they shall be visited. Then the moon shall be confounded, and the sun shall be ashamed, and the Lord of hosts shall reign in Mount Zion." And in Jerusalem, and before his ancients gloriously. Hey, it sounds rough, doesn't it? But guess what? I know the Lord of hosts that will reign. I know him. He knows me. He calls me his son. And whatever comes, I have chosen to prepare my body, my soul, and my spirit that I may endure, thrive, and lead 
No one can hide from this. Either this or what we're currently facing. So that is my advice. That is what I do. That is my mission is to train you to do likewise. And that is what I wanted to share with you this morning. I love you guys. Enough said.